welcome to the 43rd episode of Let's Conquer Books. Tara Westover in her book Educated said, My life was narrated for me by others. Their voices were forceful and pathetic absolute. It had never occurred to me that my voice might be as strong as theirs. In this episode, I talk about how ego is the enemy of reading because it is your biggest challenge to overcome ego. Ego does not allow you to cultivate an honest and realistic assessment of your own abilities. But you can learn to manage ego by not indulging in feelings of superiority or inferiority once you achieve success or failure. And controlling your ego helps you to avoid internalizing failure and equipping you to handle failure. So let's get into it. I'm your host, Alexander the Great Reader, and this is a podcast where we read, study lessons, and build our inner power because the next level we will reach does not tolerate cowards. The inspiration of this episode is a book called Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. Ryan Holiday was mentored by Robert Greene. He's famous for his book, 48 Laws of Power. Ryan Holiday wrote Obstacles the Way, Trust Me, I'm Lying. Those are the books I've read. I know he's written a couple more. Both those books I mentioned, Obstacles the Way, Trust Me, I'm Lying, are excellent books. He's really into this philosophy called Stoicism. Marcus Aurelius, Seneca are famous Stoic philosophers. And there's an argument that Paul the Apostle from the Bible is sort of a Stoic himself. Now, Stoicism is the endurance of pain or hardship without a display of feelings and without complaint. Looking at Ryan Holiday's Instagram feed is what inspired this episode because he posts very humble things. He doesn't let ego get in the way. I see that he owns a farm and he's taking care of that farm himself, taking care of the animals, taking care of the land, shooting snakes. I see him at small bookstores doing book signings. I see him doing his daily exercise of running and swimming. So for being such a famous and successful author, he still lives this humble life. The first takeaway of this book is your biggest challenge to overcome is your own ego. This takeaway is about self-worth. I'm going to use examples of reading. This is what we're going to use the book for in this episode is reading. Ego is the enemy of reading. So you can underestimate or overestimate your self-worth. Now, how I underestimate my self-worth or others can when it comes to reading is looking at a book and saying it's too long. That's your ego getting in the way. I don't like novels they're boring that that's underestimating your self-worth the subject matter is boring maybe it's about neurology or psychology 
and you're not into those things. You're underestimating your self-worth. You can also overestimate. That's your ego overestimating your self-worth. You can say things like, I already know everything about that subject. I don't need to read another book on sales. I don't need to read another book on marketing. You're overestimating your self-worth. Maybe it can be, oh, that book is too short. I read big books. Nothing good can be inside of a book so short. You can also say things like, I've never heard of this author. I know a lot about books, and why haven't I heard about this author or this book? It must be not good. You're overestimating your self-worth. And those overestimations and underestimations are led by your ego. The second takeaway is your ego does not allow you to cultivate an honest and realistic assessment of your own abilities. This is a self-esteem issue. Again, you can underestimate where you are with your self-esteem or you can overestimate where you are with your self-esteem. So my personal underestimation I do is I don't get this novel. I'm trying to learn to read novels and understand novels and enjoy novels. And there's this one novel called How to Get Filthy Rich in Rising Asia by Moshin Hamid. It gets a lot of praise. People love the book. Very intellectual people like this book, but I didn't get it. It starts off with a self-help recommendations and then the character, which is referenced as you, like you're the one in this journey, goes and does that advice, but his life is led to this disaster at the end. I didn't get it. Listening to it, because it was an audiobook, I was like, I don't get this book. But then I reread it, a summary, and I understood it. I was like, you know what? It's just the way it was written was very creative, and I wasn't used to reading something in that manner. But it was a created great book, so I underestimated it. And I really did get it. It was just... I had to go back and read the summary and really think about of what the message in the book was. You can also overestimate. That's what I do. Uh, on the opposite spectrum, I thought I can read novels. After reading The Road by Carmack McCarthy, excellent novel. I recommend it to everybody. Short. The message is awesome. I, own, I have a son, so I kind of put myself in that situation of traveling in a world where it's apocalyptic, there's no food, there's no water, there's no clothes, and people are kind of eating each other, so you're trying to survive with your son. I get it. I got a lot from that book, so I was like, oh, I'm going to read another one that he's famous for called The Blood Meridian. That thing has been challenging. I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's praised. They say it's a beautiful writing. A lot of people I admire that are intelligent and book readers love the book, and I, I don't get it. So I overestimated, my ego overestimated my abilities. And realistically, I'm not at the level of reading something like Blood Meridian and be like, oh, I get it. What a beautiful writing. Third takeaway is you can learn to manage your ego. So learning is a lifelong process. That's fact. And you can underestimate that fact. How do you underestimate that learning is a lifelong process and ego 
can get in the way of that is you say novels can't teach me anything. Certain books don't apply to me. I'm not going to be in a psychology or dealing with psychology. I'm not going to be dealing with neurology. Old books don't work today. That can be underestimating your learning process. And you can say, oh, I don't read old books because none of that stuff works today. The environment and the cycles we're in are so different. You can overestimate your learning process also. Your ego could do this. You could say, oh, wow, you know, I'm so good now. I'm making so much money. I'm getting good results. I should be a mentor. I should mentor people. Instead of you being humble and saying, no, I'm going to keep learning. I'm going to get someone to mentor me. But now with your ego, you're overestimating your learning process and you're saying, I'm going to start mentoring people. Or I should start writing books. I'm not going to read books anymore because I'm so successful. I'm doing great. I'm going to start writing my own books, which is okay, but never start learning. And another overestimation could be new books are only good because stuff becomes relevant so fast. Irrelevant so fast. So you're overestimating why you like new books. You could be like, I only learn from new books because stuff that are in books becomes irrelevant so fast, like I just said. So you can read it and say, oh, let me apply this quickly because everything changes so quickly and I'll be ahead of the game. I'll be in front of everyone. Fourth takeaway is do not indulge in feelings of superiority once you achieve success. So success, you need to rejoice in your successes, but get back to work. An example is me. I read, I'm probably, very high probability that I'm going to read 200 books this year. It's a lot of hard work. And I was thinking like earlier this week, I'm not going to do this again. This is a lot of hard work. But then I started thinking about my own advice, about the books I read, and it's like, it's a lifelong process and you got to push yourself and you've created this habit. And I, I read the book by Rich Roll called Finding Ultra, an ultra marathon runner. Those guys run hundreds and hundreds of miles and they never stop and they keep pushing. You know, and I got to do that with myself. So I cannot go back. I cannot achieve something and go back. So I have to get that out of my mind and say, you know, I'm going to keep the daily habit and how much books I read, I read. And I'm going to create new hacks, create new skills and abilities, become an ultra-marathon book reader. <laughs> I got to rejoice that I'm reading old books. Not, it's very difficult. I'm reading some Hemingway. I'm reading old books I should have read when I was in high school. Catcher in the Rye. Books like that. I'm also reading novels. I'm really enjoying novels. Some are difficult, some are good. I'm reading sci-fi. So I'm rejoicing in that, but I'm also still reading and still getting uncomfortable and reading different genres. There's also failure. So you can't indulge in inferiority also of your fa of failing. So you just got to take responsibility and move on. I take responsibility. I read too much nonfiction. 
It's my favorite type of books. And I enjoy them most. And I'm always led to reading those type of books. So I got to take a responsibility and say, you know what? I got to move on and start mixing it up a little. Another thing I failed to, to do this year is to reread books. And that's because I like reading new books so much. So I'm taking responsibility and moving on. And I'm going to make it a concerted effort to reread books. The fifth takeaway is controlling your ego helps you avoid internalizing failure and equipping you to handle failure. So most harm is done by others' opinions. Say you're reading challenges 20 books. Average U.S. reader only reads four. You're doing good, but another person who can, might read more of you or not think highly of reading says, that's not enough reading. You think book 20 books a year is going to really change your life? So don't let that harm your, you and internalize that because your ego will, will make you do this. You see, you're a failure. You're a failure. You need to stop reading books. Maybe people are saying that you're reading easy books. Oh, those type of books you're reading is the easy. You ain't going to learn nothing from those type of books that are saying, oh, you read such small books. What, can, what kind of content, what kind of understanding, knowledge can you gain from such a small book? I've read a lot of small books that are great. The Dip by Seth Godin is one of them. Seneca is another one. So the task at hand is all that matters. Your task. So the opinions of others do not matter. Your task is your reading challenge and creating a daily habit to meet that challenge. Maybe your task is reading old books, so you're focusing on just reading old books and creating that habit and understanding of old books. Maybe your task is reading new genres, so you're reading new genres, psychology, nonfiction, philosophy, sci-fi, comic books. You're reading new genres or you're trying to create a new reading habit. That's your task. Don't, don't let your ego lead you to internalizing others' opinions and considering it as failure. No, your tasks. That's what you concentrate on, and that's how you manage your ego. So the action for this episode is read Ryan Hollis Day, Ego's Enemy. It's a short book, not too long. It's a great book, and this episode is how applying the knowledge from this book to not let ego be the enemy of reading. But you can use it to help you be not let ego get in the way of your business, your marriage, relationships, your creative endeavors. And I want to thank you, the listener, for over 4,500 plays and downloads. My current reading challenge, I'm at 186 books out of 200. And let's connect on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All the links are in the description. I spend most of the time on Instagram. And I'm going to continue to say that I'm looking for people to interview, book readers, people whose lives has been changed by this podcast. Not lives, but their reading lives. Authors, publishers, bookstores, librarians, people, anything around the book topic. And I'll catch you on the next one. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Teacher, Anchor, Google Play, or any other podcasting platform so you don't miss the next episode where I talk about why you should find books that will help you reach your full potential.